Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Elevated Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Fouts, and we're finally back. It has been a minute since I recorded another um, episode. For you guys that have been following me, you know that there's been a lot of changes recently. I just opened a new business. I moved out of state. So I'm pretty much going to give you guys the update all that on all that and let you know what I'm up to right now and how I got here. So if you're interested, then keep on listening. Okay, so yeah, like I said, a lot's been going on. I don't remember what my last episode was about, but I was in Colorado. Um, we haven't, we were in the process of moving and selling our house. So we did that and we moved to Arizona on in mid-June. So right now as I'm recording this, it is July the 18th. So we've been here for about a month now here in Arizona. We did a cross country, not cross country. It was like a 13 hour drive, I would say. We did it in the span of three days, you know, with a dog and a toddler. So um, traveling here wasn't too bad. So from Colorado to Arizona. And yeah, this is my first time living on base. You guys may not know or you may know my husband is in the army. So that is the whole reason that we moved. So yeah, we're here at Fort Huachuca now and we're living on base and I love it. It's very much like small town and I actually love that. I grew up in a small town. We were in Fountain, which is a smaller town outside of Colorado Springs. But, you know, when we were living there, I enjoyed it, but we had to drive like 25 minutes plus to get most places and here in Sierra Vista Arizona it's like 15 minutes max so I really enjoy that and then we have some family in Tucson which is about an hour and a half north but yeah we um so we moved here and got things rolling pretty quick I have a business now inside a salon suites called pamper me suites in Sierra Vista and I love it. I couldn't ask for anything better, honestly. I kind of feel like I lucked out. And yeah, I'll, I'm kind of gonna, I'm gonna kind of let you guys know um, how I built up to the process of going solo and all the steps that I went through for other estheticians um, who might want to go solo. I think this is really valuable information because it can kind of feel, and I, and I felt too, like I was doing it alone and um, it was kind of stressful at certain points, but I really, I did get um, some useful information from other estheticians who have gone on this journey and it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be and I'm really loving it right now. But yeah, um, so I wanna kind of get into that right now. So I have an LLC, it's Elevated Beauty Aesthetics LLC. And um, you form that with your county or your parish. And yeah, so I went on, I actually took um, like this little class by Woodbury Wax Bar going solo. It was like 50 bucks. And um, she was a solo esthetician who's pretty successful in Minnesota, I believe. So I took this course from her months ago and I got a lot of useful information from her and she, um, 
advise to go through Zen Business for forming your business, getting your EIN and LLC or whatever um, formation you're creating. So I went through Zen Business. It was like $250 and they registered my LLC and they um, registered a EIN number for me and because I get stressed out by that stuff, so I was like, you know what? I will pay somebody 300 bucks or whatever to do this for me. So I did that, and they did it pretty quickly. Um, so I didn't have to bother with doing all of that. And then I got my esthetician insurance. Of course, before all this, I, I had to trip. You know, not everyone forms a business and moves to a whole different state at the same time like I did. But um, I think I did another episode a while back about transferring your license. So obviously that's the first thing that I did. But then I chose ASPC. I always get confused with the acronyms. I think it's ASPC. Anyways, Esthetician Insurance. Um, it's a pretty well-known and pretty good insurance, so that's just what I chose to go with. And I was actually kind of surprised they offer a free website, and I was trying to figure it out and trying to get it together, but they didn't offer very much customization, and it just wasn't it. So I didn't utilize the free website that they offer, but they do utilize um, like client forms and stuff. But again, um, I wanted to personalize mine and customize it. So I ended up making my own intake and consent forms, pre and post, all that. And that took a little while for me to type all that up. But I did use um, the forms that ASPC offered kind of as a template. So I got my insurance, put together all my consent forms, intakes, pre and post care. And... Um, I had to decide on what point of service I was going to use. I ended up deciding on Square because I had been familiar with Square and they offer a, of course it can be free if you use the basic one, but I didn't want the basic one. I wanted to offer retail items on my website. So I pay like $29 a month for my Square website. Totally customizable. I love it. Um, I have a retail uh, a shopping portion, a gallery portion to my website, and then a homepage where you can book appointments. And I really like it. But I also utilize Dot, um, which is a kind of like a link tree, I guess. And it's got this little, um, it's like a wireless business card is kind of how they advertise it. You put this sticker on the back of your phone and people can identify it with their Bluetooth or they can snap the QR code and it brings them to basically kind of like your link tree. So that is what I I recommend people to use that because I'm it really works great for me because not only do I have my website, but I also have my Glymed site where people can order directly from Glymed, which is the brand that I primarily carry and um, they ship it to your client. And then, of course, you get the commission from your sale. But, yeah, I need to offer both of those links. So I just link everything on my dot. So I have my website, my Glymed site, my Instagram, TikTok, you know, all my social links. And um, so when people 
are on my Instagram or my Facebook and they click my website, that's what it brings them to so they can easily navigate. So yeah, then I did the dot and I used Vistaprint for my business cards, my rewards cards, thank you cards, and um, my rack cards, so my service menu. And then I also did a decal on my car so I can advertise that way. So yeah, um, I ordered through Vistaprint for all that, used Canva to create my um, designs. And you may or may know, may or may not know, that I love Canva. I'm really familiar with it. I've been using it for years. And that's probably my most used and favorite graphic design app. I know not everybody does their own graphic design, but if you're trying to save money and you like to be creative, um, I definitely suggest doing it yourself. So I use that and I use Pixel Cut. And yeah, I made all of my stuff myself that way. Let's see, what else did I do? Um, well, first and foremost, before I started building any of this up, I really had to kind of outline my business, making a business plan. And um, I think I recorded an episode on that a, a little while back. Um, I don't know if it was super detailed, but what I did first, obviously, I had to decide what product lines I was going to carry. So I, I made an inventory list and I had to decide what services I was going to offer. I had to imagine who my ideal client was, um, what kind of price range I wanted to offer to people, what my aesthetic was going to be, branding, um, you know, so deciding the cohesiveness of everything and what else? Um, yeah, like my decor, my my logo. That is the one thing that I did outsource was I outsourced a graphic designer to create my logo and a um, t-shirt design, which I would do a million times over because it just looks professional and it's something that I didn't have to worry about. I didn't have to obsess about. So yeah, that's kind of where I started was outlining all of that and then it kind of gave me an easy template to build everything off of. So let's see what else in terms of actually going forward with everything because you know it was a big plan and then finally once we made the move it was like okay now I actually have to do this. So after I did Zen Business, did my insurance, um, built, you know, my website and everything, did my intake forms and stuff. Obviously, I had a lot of shopping to do. It felt like the shopping would never end. I made so many orders. It was seemed overwhelming, but yeah, I did all that, and um, since I am selling product, I did have to get a sales tax ID, um, so application for that was pretty easy. I just went on Arizona Department of Revenue and registered there and um, also downloaded the, what is it called, resale certificate. Anyways, after you get your tax ID number or um, your sales tax ID, 
you can get a resale certificate, which a lot of companies require you to submit to them to um, wholesale. So I downloaded that, filled out the application, and then um, now I can use that to resell with companies like Lira or Fair, which is, I love Fair. I actually just made um, a purchase through them. It is a wholesale app or website that has a lot of different stuff on there, pretty much anything you can think of, and it's only accessible to people that have, um, you know, that have went through their proper channels to resell. Um, so I did all that, and I will tell you, building my website was a pain in the ass. Square made it as easy as possible though, but it's just, you know, it's really detailed. I mean, you are building a website, but yeah, Square made it pretty easy, I will say. You know, when it comes to shipping product, um, you know, retailing and then selling to people that aren't local, you have to get a label maker. It's just the most cost-efficient way. Get a label maker, and then you can use, like, PirateShip.com to um, purchase and print out your labels. And then I used Amazon for my gift bags and my mailers. And um, just I bought some little stickers to put my condensed logo on and use my inkless um, label maker to print that out. And then I just put those stickers on my gift bags and it's simple and cost effective and on brand. So that's what I would recommend to anyone instead of going on, you know, a website and ordering custom gift bags with your logo and stuff. It's just not going to be really cost effective. Yeah, it'll be cute, but is that really an expense, especially starting out, that you want to invest in? Because trust me, this was a big investment. I did spend altogether about $13,000. And to some people that might sound like a lot, you know, you don't have to spend that amount of money to start off solo as an esthetician, running a room, whatever. But um, I wanted to start out really solid. I didn't want to build up to where my vision was. I had a vision and I wanted to just lay a solid foundation and start off really strong. So that's what I decided to do. So I went ahead and fully invested in it, which um, I was really grateful that I was able to do that. Um, but I know not everyone can, and that's okay. There's a lot of estheticians who started off um, with the basics and are very, very successful now. But yeah, I went ahead and made my solid investment, but I tried to be as smart as I could about who I was resourcing from and what I was investing in. So like, you know, graphic design, I did a lot of that myself with my business cards and everything. And um, then just trying to find the cheapest but highest quality that um you know kind of fit in with my branding and who i was trying to offer to so i kind of like to identify with affordable luxury so with that being said i like to offer to all of my clients a luxury experience but i want the masses to be able to afford it so um it's kind of like a middle area i guess but yeah so i invested in the amenities and everything and make sure that the quality of my product that I'm using is pretty good. Um, yeah, but like I said, I want people to be able to afford it still. So I kind of have to make some decisions on um, where I'm purchasing from and things like that. So 
the brands that I decided to carry primarily is Glymed Plus. Yes, I did make a pretty good um, order with them for retail and a back bar because I wanted people to be able to um, leave with product when they come to visit me. But also Glymed offers the option for your online store so you don't necessarily have to invest in retail your clients can just log into your register with your online store and purchase directly online so that's what i really loved about that and um then helen hush is another brand that i decided to bring on for the um, sensitized people who might have rosacea or are dealing with cancer um, and different things like that. They don't have a very wide range, but I really did like their products when I opened an account with them. They do send you a sample kit, and I will say they're a fine polish. It's a granular scrub, and I'm not a fan of granular scrubs historically, but I really fell in love with their brand kind of because of their refined polish and their saffron meristem cream. So, um, yeah, and then I use their Hush Hydrate Mask in service as well. So, um, and they're missed me. So anyways, Glyman Plus and Helen Hush, those are the two primary brands that I use. And um, I do have some other ones. I decided on Relax and Wax for my wax and my wax aftercare. I do have an account with Fur. And um, I just haven't ordered anything from them yet. I did order from Relax and Wax their ingrown um ingrown serum or whatever. It's like a roller application and I really like that. I also ordered their Scrub Me Luscious Lemon Drop and it's okay. I personally use it and I do like it because it's not really rough and you don't want to use anything really abrasive and aggressive on those intimate areas. So I do like it, but I feel like it could be a little bit stronger. So in the future, I'm probably going to um, use the silk scrub from Fur or something else. But yeah, I'm really happy with the brands that I chose. Um, and of course, I have many other you know little things like for my lash serum that I retail is from Lash Food. Um, that's a definitely a lesser known brand that I found. But yeah, just a lot of research and I, I really encourage you guys, if you're going to start out, you I think it's really important that you do do your research into brands and outline your inventory and really decide what you're going to bring on. Ask for samples, order samples, whatever, because the last thing you want to do is invest in something and then not love it and it just be wasteful. So I'm really glad that I did that. Um, and yeah, it took time. I know not everyone has a lot of time. Maybe some people do this quicker, but I had, I had like six months, um, plus to get everything together, to get my vision together and all that. So I did have the luxury of taking my time building it up and doing my research and everything, but let's see what else. It's so many things. I know you guys. So many things. Um, and that's why it's overwhelming when you're starting the business because it is so much. And um, that's why I like to 
listen to other estheticians journey because I would just learn so much and you know things that I wasn't even thinking about I'm like oh yeah this is something that I need to do so of course you know on the back end um creating a LLC you can also create a business checking or savings account get a business credit card or debit card and then checks so that's what I did um I just joined with my personal banking and um, I opened a business account with them and I have a business debit card and um, checking account and checks. So that was actually pretty easy. Um, let's see. Then I, I'm just like, I didn't write anything down. I'm just like racking my brain of everything that I had to do. Um, I think that that really is a, was a lot of it, um, besides, you know, just marketing myself and I'm in a small town, you guys. So, um, you know, there's not a lot of options for what I offer, like luxury skincare results driven, um, things like that. I'm actually not aware of any other esthetician in town that offers the same, services that I do um so in that regard it would it's been I've been pretty blessed and it's been pretty easy so I've joined uh different local Facebook groups that allow advertising and I've advertised myself that way done sponsored Facebook ads which have been very successful and um then also made little goodie bags with my business card saying hello, um, you know, with a little coupon rewards card in there and some samples. And I put them, um, I gave them to my neighbors. You know, I live at the end of a cul-de-sac, so I put about 10 of them together and handed them out to my neighbors. Um, the sticker on my car, I think, does a lot. People definitely notice that. And then the sponsored Facebook ads, I would say, has been the best. Um, I also went around a few days ago to local businesses, a lot of dentist offices. We have a lot of dental offices here in Sierra Vista. But, yeah, you know, a lot of dental assistants and are women. So, and that is kind of my ideal client is a woman. That's who I picture who, you know, who comes to EB. So I went around there and I gave them coupons and my business cards and just said hello. So marketing that way. Um, yeah, and it can be uncomfortable at first, especially if you're not like that kind of person to go around and just like put yourself out there, which I never really was. But when you put your business hat on, you know, it, it, it comes a little more natural, I guess. And then you get used to it. So that's what I've been doing and then just not being embarrassed or afraid to talk about my business. Um, that's the only way people are going to know that you exist is by talking about it. So if you're going around anywhere, you know, hey, yeah, I'm new to town, whatever. I just opened up a business here in Sierra Vista. And um, so, yeah, word of mouth is a really great thing. Just reminding every client that does come in to see me that they're appreciated um, and that it would help me out a lot if they would write a Google review. So that is something else that was super easy that I had to do is um, create a 
my business on Google so that people can easily find me. I definitely recommend Google. I do not recommend Yelp. Yelp is not great for business owners. They um, decide what reviews to hide and what reviews to show and you have to pay for it and it's just not great. So I always just say Google reviews. Some people leave Facebook reviews too, which is okay um, because some people do look for businesses through Facebook. I just prefer Google because I think that's like the main stop. Um, so yeah, just uh, valuing everybody that does come in because you, you want to prioritize the people that are already walking through your door. So yeah, I'm still in the process of building up my um, clientele, which I can take up to, you know, 18 months. So I've heard, but right now I'm just operating on the weekends. I'm operating on Saturdays and Sundays, and that's because I haven't been able to get my daughter into daycare yet. She's on the wait list. So, um, I am blessed enough, however, that my weekends have been, um, booked pretty solid. So I'm making rent and I'm making some profit just by working on the weekends still, but I'm really excited to expand my schedule so that I can, um, offer more availabilities for different people and yeah, but it's working out so far and I'm enjoying it. And so, of course, when you are opening a new business, you really want to draw people in and um, let them know that you're here. And I did learn this from Bosses and Beauty from Raya that um, creating an irresistible offer is really great because it gets people in the door, it gets people excited, and it gets people booking. So that's what I did. I offered for the whole month of my first, or my first opening month. So for the month of July, I'm offering 40% off my EB facials which is my EB Signature Facial and my EB Luxury Facial. I offer those at 40% off, and then Brazilian Waxing, I offer it at 50% off. So that got a lot of people excited and booking. And, um, of course, you know, I've booked a lot of other services that I haven't discounted, but people are seeing that and installing them into my website. So I definitely recommend that to anyone especially with your first month opening, it's kind of like stressful because you're like, oh, am I going to make a profit or loss this month? Because this is my first month. I haven't really built any clientele yet. So even though I have these highly discounted services, it's better than not having anything at all. And I'm still making my rent and I'm still actually making a profit as well. Um, which the first month opening, all I could ask for is that I, I would make rent. So I've been really happy that I'm um, exceeding that in my first month. Just working on the weekends too. Um, so I definitely recommend creating a, an irresistible offer on your first month opening your business for sure. But of course, you guys, you know, I'm still learning. I'm giving all this advice because... You know, this is what I've been through. This is what I'm going through right now. And I just want to share it with you all. And yeah, I have been an esthetician for eight years. Um, so I've been on quite the journey, but I am still learning. Um, and I'm going to go through trial and error. So I am also going to share that with you guys as it happens. But I think I have been really blessed that I haven't run into any major issues, any like major fails yet. I did have one thing um, 
when I was making all of my orders, and again, not everyone is going to open their business and do an out-of-state move at the same time, but I had made my sunscreen order, and um, I didn't update my address, because when I make my sunscreen order, I don't do it online, I just email my rep, and I forgot to email her my new address, so... My order was sent to my old house, which has new tenants, and they decided that the sunscreen was now theirs, and they decided to say that they didn't get it, even though they did. Um, so I had a friend that lived right around the corner from my old house, and she was still there. So I said, hey, I just got an order, um, a package sent to the old address yesterday. Can you swing by and see if it's there? Like, I don't know if there's new tenants yet. And um, there were, so she knocked on the door and whatever, and they were like, yeah, I didn't get anything. And I'm like, whatever, I, I know they did, but it's okay. Thank you for trying. So there was a little bit of a loss there, but it wasn't anything major. I didn't order a crazy amount. Um, so I was just like, you know what? It could have been worse. Um, I could have sent a really big order there by accident. So that's the only thing I run into was, um, yeah, not updating my address for that. But I'm pretty used to, you know, moving around. So I've already had like a list written down of everything that I needed to update my address for. But of course, that was, you know, some things are going to fall through the cracks. It's going to happen. Um, so at this point, I'm just trying to, I'm in a pretty good, pretty good spot right now. Um, just making sure to my existing clients, I follow up with them um, a week post their treatment checking in to see if they are enjoying the product that they purchased and if they didn't leave a review, just also sending them the link and reminding them that um, their feedback is appreciated. So yeah, just really prioritizing everybody and um, trying to keep tabs on everything as much as possible. I know that's hard being a solopreneur, but um, so I, I have planners, a monthly or weekly planner and a daily planner. And that helps me a lot, staying on track with everything and kind of setting out a time frame for um, what needs to be taken care of and in what time. So, and then also, you know, I, I have the entire week to take care of things on the back end since I'm only working on Saturdays and Sundays right now. So that makes it easier for me. Of course, whenever I am working through the week, um, I'm probably going to have to structure my time a little bit better. But yeah, that's my journey so far, guys. I'm so happy to finally be in this spot. Um, it's kind of surreal sometimes because I just dreamed about and this has been such a build up to owning my own business and, you know, doing things on my terms. It's always kind of been a dream, especially with our lifestyle, my husband being in the army. So we move every three years or so. It hasn't seemed obtainable, but finally I was like, you know, there's no better time to do it. Um, it doesn't matter if I'm going to be here for four or five years. Like, I just need to do it because I don't want to miss out. And part of me wishes I would have done it sooner, but also I would not have been ready until this point. And I think after all my experience that I was able to do this in a really good way and um, be able to plan it out really well. So, yeah, I know some people go solo right after school, which is amazing. Um, I definitely would not have been able to do that. I feel like my education wouldn't have been good enough to, yeah, I, I just wouldn't have been able to do it until now. Um, 
But yeah, I'm really grateful for the way everything's working out. And my husband asked me this question whenever I was signing my lease. He was like, what if you can't make rent? Like, what is your plan? And I told him, that's not an option. You literally can't think like that. You have to have a successful mindset um, and remind yourself every day that you are amazing. You know what you're doing. You have confidence and it's all going to work out. You can't allow yourself to think those negative um, emotions. Yeah, I mean, you can only thrive on a positive mindset. So having a positive mindset allows me to brainstorm um, other ways to market myself, to connect with other people, and um, just have enthusiasm about all of this. And I really credit um, starting off on good footing to my mindset. I think whenever I was, when I was forming my my business plan and my vision, and everything I was reading some self help books and stuff like that, and a lot of it was yeah talking about mindset. Mindset is so 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 important. Um, you can't be like a little stress bug, like a ball of anxiety. I took anxiety medication. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, um, and I don't think I would be able to do this without my medication. But a positive mindset really helps so much. And this little piece of advice kind of goes along with what I was just saying. Um, No one is going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. And that's been something that I have to tell myself all the time because, you know, imposter syndrome has happened a couple times. And I have to remind myself, you know, nobody's going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. You have to think you're hot shit. You have to remind yourself and, like, actually speak these words into existence that you are going to be successful, that you know what you're doing, that you're the best, that you offer the best, um, and all that. And yeah, that can seem kind of, kind of egotistical, but a lot rides on this being a business owner. So you have to put that into your mind that you are hot shit and that you know what you're doing. Because why would you be going on this journey if you weren't good at what you do? And if you didn't believe you were good at what you do, there would be no reason that you would be going on a solo mission to offer this to the masses, you know? So, um, and that's why I decided to go solo because I felt like what I had to offer was better quality and more educated than other places that I had worked for that were offering things in a way that I didn't feel was ethical or I didn't feel like was the right path to lead my clients on. So that's why I went on this journey was because I felt like what I offered was better. And um, so, yeah, you really kind of have to build yourself up and speak all those things into existence. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I just wanted to share with you guys my journey currently. And maybe um, this gave some insight to some of you who are thinking about going solo or in the process right now. Those are all the steps that I can think of that I went through and um, how it's kind of turned out for me so far. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so happy to be back on this, the podcast. Of course, today was not, you know, a regularly scheduled time. I usually post at 8 a.m., but anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you next Monday, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time for another episode.